fans and welcome back to the mile 24 show i'm your host as always and your grand marshal craig james and we had talladega and suzaka suzuka i like i still like suzaka better but whatever start with some news not a whole whole lot really uh eric amarola resigned with shr and smithfield will remain a sponsor so i don't know if i covered that in the last show or not but that's what i Wrote down for news. I didn't really put a lot of news in the old things. Am I missing stuff? I probably am, man. It's been crazy the last few days. Any hoozle? Suzaka. So, Suzuka. Franka. I'm going to keep screwing that up. I didn't get to watch this, unfortunately. So, the qualifying was on super late. It was on at like 11.30 on Saturday night. And I thought the race was on the same time Sunday night. Like, I thought it was going to be 10 o'clock Sunday night. I don't know why I thought this. That's what I thought the schedule said. Maybe they moved it. Maybe they didn't. But I wake up, and uh, I guess they ran the race. <laughs> so I missed it, and I was a little annoyed. Um, I watched some of it on, like, a rerun thing. So I don't have very great notes for it. I, wasn't re- I haven't really been feeling that great in the last few days, to be honest. So I have uh, been, you know, my, my notes aren't all, all there. So... Suzaka, some of the the major thing. Freaking, I said Suzaka again. Suzuka. Some of the major things. Vettel had a false start at the beginning, which they decided was okay, and he never got penalized for it. Uh, Charles Leclerc spun out uh, Max Verstappen in the like second or third corner, maybe even first, and had damage. And then was driving around with a broken wing, and chunks were flying off and hitting Hamilton, and he was complaining as he always does. Which I get a bone to pick with him later. But he goes around, Leclerc ended up getting like two or three, I think he got two penalties of a total of 15 seconds, so five for, I think it was five for the collision, ten for the damage, driving around or something like that. But really, uh, Daniel Ricciardo came up through uh, a lot of the field, I think he started near the back, he was on, on a pretty good run. Albon, I think, finished fourth, he was uh, zooming right around there as well, had... Uh, a weird incident with Lando kind of pushed him off the track a little bit. It happens. It happens. He was aggressive. Carl Sainz had a good showing. Leclerc ended up finishing seventh because of the penalties, which I think gave six to Gasly, I believe. I should I could have just looked at the results here like a bum. <laughs> just acting a fool here. Let's see here. There we go. We should take a look here, because I don't have any notes, because I didn't really watch it. Didn't really watch it, you know? I wish I did, but I just wasn't paying attention. Was not paying attention. So we had, in 20th, Max Verstappen, Robert Kubica finished 19th, George Russell, Russell, Russell 18th, Kevin Magnussen 17th, Giovinazzi in 16th, Roman Grosjean in 15th, Kimi Räikkönen in 14th, Lando was able to get back up 13th after he had that little incident. Daniel Kvyat in 12th, Lance Stroll in 11th, just outside the points. Hulkenberg in 10th, Perez in 9th, Gasly 8th, uh, Charles Leclerc in 7th, Ricardo actually got 6th, Carlos Sainz up in 5th, Alex Albon 4th, Lewis Hamilton in 3rd, Vettel was able to hold with his uh, strategy, 
to hold fifth or uh, fifth place, second place. I was looking at his number there. And Valtteri Bottas ended up getting the win. So Hamilton, throughout the race, was complaining about the strategy that he was on. Just being a whiny. And even days later, he's still whining. <laughs> he's like, oh, I should have been on a better strategy and stuff. And, like, I try to like Lewis Hamilton. I know he's seen, you know, he was the guy I knew going into Formula One. Obviously, because he was, like, a billion-time champion, so everyone kind of heard of him. But, man, I find him kind of dislikable. He's very whiny. I don't. I don't like the people that just want, oh, I didn't get this. It's like you've won like 50 billion times this year and you're already pretty much clinched the championship. Except being a baby. I hate whiners, man. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. That's why I'm turning on Charles. It's Formula in general, other than like signs. I haven't really heard signs whine, but there's a bunch of babies. A bunch of whiners up in here. Get some backbone. Someone needs to come in and just start wrecking these bones. And I'll give them something to whine about. <laughs> But no, uh, I'm just glad that Bottas got the win. I like him. I don't think he should be playing second fiddle to Hamilton. Maybe Valtteri, it's James, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I just find it frustrating. I, I don't know. I love Formula One, but the, the way the team dynamic is, I think it's kind of interesting, but I think it's kind of annoying at times like this, too. Like, give both your guys the best chance to win. Don't play favorites. They get you want. To win the Constructors, which they did. They won the, they clinched the Constructors' Championship for the sixth time, so good job, Mercedes. Pretty much clinched the title for the sixth time as well, because only two people can win it now, and it'll probably be Hamilton, but Bottas technically, mathematically, can win it. Hopefully he can pull it off. I'd like to see him win it, and Hamilton not win. But, no, not a Hamilton fan. Not a Leclerc fan. I don't like anybody anymore. Carl Sainz. I like him. For now. I don't know. I don't really know who I like in Formula 1. I'm still, I wouldn't say super new to it now, but I'm still, you know, it's still relatively new, so it's still a a growing process. I'm loving it, though, but ooh, this next leg of the season is going to be difficult to watch because they are overseas and Abu Dhabi and Japan and crap like that, so that's going to be a bit of a bit of a challenge, but we'll have to make it through. I didn't give you a whole lot with this race because I didn't really didn't really know what was happening, to be honest. But I will give you your standings right now. For your Formula 1. Maybe. Here we are. So on 20th, it will still be George Russell with 0 points. Kubica, 1 point, 19th. Giovinazzi and his Alfa Romero with 4 points. Roman Grosjean, 8 points with his Ferrari Haas. Lance Stroll in 16th with 19 points in the racing point. Uh, Kevin Magnussen and Haas in 15th. Kimi Räikkönen and Alfa Romeo, 31 points. 13th, we got Kvyat with 33 points in the Toro Rosso, which I think is changing their name, I hear. I don't know. Landon Norris with a 12th place, 35-point McLaren car. Sergio Perez in 11th with the racing point with 35. We have a three-way tie here. Nico Hulkenberg. In 10th with 35 as well in his Renault. Daniel Ricciardo in 9th with the Renault of 42 points. Alex Albon up to 8th now in his Red Bull Honda. Just behind the guy he stole the car from. Well, it'll be interesting to see if he passes him. He's about, what, 9 points out, so he probably will. Pierre Gasly in 7th with 73 points in a Torasso. Carlos Sainz, McLaren in 70, 76 and 6th. Vettel in 5th with 212. 
tied with Verstappen in fourth in the Red Bull with 212, Charles Leclerc in third in the Ferrari with 221, Valtteri Bottas with 274 in the Mercedes, and Lewis Hamilton in the Mercedes with 338. So let's hope Bottas can close that gap and win her baby. Hopefully, we will see. Probably not, but we'll try. Well, not we'll try. I'll hope. <laughs> I'll hope. So Talladega in the Monster Energy Cup Series. This was crazy. <laughs> so we had Stage 1. Uh, Henrik all qualified 1, 2, 3, 4. So that was kind of interesting. They didn't uh, last, but it was kind of interesting. So we had Stage 1. Before we got, I should start with the beginning. My boy Richard Childress was cruising around in the three car doing the first lap. Let her loose on that backstretch. That was pretty cool to see the three speeding away at Talladega. Man, that was cool. He should have stayed out like um, Richard Petty did, but hey, what can you do? Richard is a very successful name in motorsports, I'm just thinking. So, we get going, and uh, it's Talladega, so it's all pack racing. So, I mean, I'm not going to give you an updated lead change every two seconds, because I think every single person, I think I even had the lead at one point. Uh, but Denny Hamlin, he went from the back. He moved up 35 spots in four laps, which is kind of cool. Uh, Chevy, they uh, led up early. A lot of the guys, all the Hendrick cars. Austin Dillon was right up there, too, my boy. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Ty Dillon was up there for a while, too. Yeah, Chevys were killing it. Ganassi Chevys were doing well for a little bit. Uh, around lap 19, though, Ford started taking over. Penske was really strong. SHR, so there's, they got more, there's more Chevy, Chevys, Chevys, but there's a lot more power with the Fords. Like, they got Penske and SHR. So that makes a big difference. Oh, sorry, my back. Um, they had our green flag pit stops and our boy Ryan Blaney. Coming on wheel hops, high speed, so he's coming in too fast, and then he wheel hops, which isn't good, and uh, he spun out. <laughs> coming into the pits, got a penalty for entering uh, too fast, went through the grass. Will that hurt his day? Hard to say. Oh, uh, what was next? Uh, yeah, so we had uh, first caution of the day. It was actually the 52 car. There was no caution complaining, so I didn't write that down right. As I see 52, first caution, so good job, Craig James. You're paying attention. My dude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but anyway, it was interesting. Uh, restart and uh, lap 41. 20 had uh, kind of issue, but it got worked out. Uh, the pack racing was freaking bananas, so we were basically two and three wide. Mostly, always too wide, it seemed, but mostly three wide, too. And this is just, just shuffling and, uh, like, man, there's so many people leading the race at the beginning. Like, I think everyone had the lead at one point. This was just three wide the entire time. And then the end of stage one ends. Or the stage one just ends. Jeez, I've blown it today. Seems to be a trend lately. Uh, William Byron gets the stage win and then it starts to pour. We have a uh, red flag rain delay. It kind of looks like we were about to get going again. I uh, went to the grocery store and did some chores and stuff. I was like, oh, we're going to get going again. We're going to get going. Cracks almost dry, and then it started pouring again immediately. 
So, that was a bummer. But then we had Monday. So, I was able to watch it because I didn't have to work Monday, which was fancy-dancy. Loved it, because I would have been sad if I missed this race. <laughs> More sad than I normally am. Um, before we even get going, Brad Keselowski's car doesn't even start. He's just sitting on the pit lane. They pushed him about two miles before it started going. They're halfway down the back stretch. So it's like, man, you need a big old jump start there. And anyway, once we get going here, Brad does get his car fired up eventually, as I was saying. Mm -hmm. Free ride. Free ride. Free wide. Almost immediately. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, are we going to ease into it? No. What a stupid thing to ask. Because these guys don't care. Just do it. So, Chevy, they're on the far outside, up against the old Walski, and uh, they start falling back fairly quickly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but they're just kind of going back, going back, and it wasn't good. Denny Hamlin ends up losing a hood flap, which didn't really do much to him. It kind of looks scary, though. It's his hood is buffeting all the time. Buffeting. Is it buffeting or buffeting? Buffet, buffeting. Either way. We get into some uh, green flag pit stops. And then the pit road penalties start coming in. So we had Truex, uh, Menard, or not Menard, I think it was Crafton at this point. Crafton, I don't know, I broke this down terrible, but a lot of people. Stenhouse, they all had uh, they all had pit road speeding penalties, so it was very hard to take notes during this race because so much was happening. And I was just like, I would write something down, and then something happened that I missed, so I had to put it in above it. Like you'll, once we start getting the crashes and stuff, you'll notice this. <laughs> so bear with me. So after all that, we have the first big one. Yes, just the first one because this was the thing that happened a couple, three times. So the first one collected, um, Alex Bowman, he was coming down, he kind of initiated the whole thing, came down for a block on Logano, who was about eight miles per hour faster on a big run, and uh, Logano just went right through him. He lifted a little bit, but still, he was, he was going so much faster. So he bumped Bowman, Bowman ends up collecting Jimmy Johnson, Chase Elliott, Brian, uh, Ryan Truex, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson was... Yeah, the worst of it, I'd say, other than Bowman. Uh, Kurt Busch had a little bit of damage there as well. He was able to keep going. Uh, Priest, Harvick, and Joey Logano. And that was at lap 108. So that's a lot of good car there that was uh, done. Logano was good this time. You know, he just bumped, so he bumped. And that was like three laps to the end of stage two. Stage two was like, what, 110 or something? This two laps, so... Clint Boyer ends up getting his first stage win of the year. He wins stage two. Way to go, Boyer. So everyone spits and does all that good stuff. So we get going again, and uh, we're actually single file for like three laps. It was kind of, all right, all right. We learned our lesson there. Things are getting a little crazy. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to be calm. We're calm now. Well, Bubba Wallace, he uh, near the back. Went to get in line, and he hit, flipped the 77 and went into the wall, and the 77 went around. So we had another caution. It wasn't a big one, but it was an incident. I thought we learned, you know, being cool. Someone's not paying attention there. Uh, Logano 
he's leading for a lot of it. He's cruising around, putting the work in. And Kez is right up there too. Ryan Blaney. Well, there's the Ford show. There's a, Ford had a lot of speed. There's a lot of cars up and around here. The SHR cars. Boyer was right up there too. I think Suarez is in the picture. Almarola. Harvick was kind of like mid. He was there, but not really. You kind of saw him every now and then. That beautiful bush beer car. So the Fords are killing it. And then we get a caution. And Martin Truex Jr. blows a tire. So not a good day for him. As another issue. Tore his car all apart. Uh, the whole hood exploded, basically, when this tire blew. It's kind of scary. Uh, Chase Elliott, who got bonked by Truex in that first uh, big one, had the whole back core panel taken off, then all taped up. He was still had some speed, though. He was still still cruising around. I think he was up in, like, top five. Like, phenomenal. Dude, putting the work in. Would go, Chase. Yeah, he finished last, remember, last week, so he had to have a good performance here. Uh, 14 of Clint Boyer has a tire to go down. He spins out, and he kind of ends up on the on the banking, the way <laughs> his wheel's not touching the ground, so they, the three stooges of the NASCAR officials trying to get him going again. It was just a horror show. They were trying, <laughs> trying to get him moving, and they did a terrible job of it. So, yeah, that was rough. He ended up losing an extra lap. They were trying to, like, push it, and then they are trying to pull it off, and then they are trying to tow it. And, uh, it was just a mess. Poor Boyer. After all this goes on, Stenhouse ends up leading for a while. Ricky Stenhouse, who I've said many things on this program about, uh, he, was, he was doing quite well. I was getting a little worried because I didn't want to, I don't like having to walk back what I say if you've listened to my other podcast. It's not something I like to do. Um, but he is a very aggressive blocker, man. He was I'll give him credit once. <laughs> so we have all the lines, and he's just zoop, 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 zooming up and down the track, just blocking everyone. It was kind of crazy. He's doing a really good job. It was kind of scary, though, because he didn't just park right in front of a car and crashes and such, which we're getting to. We're getting to, baby. And what do you know? A big one. Not just a crash. This one is the smallest of the three, but uh, we had Joey Logano, who got quite beefed up in this one. Fred Keselowski, Daniel Suarez, Ryan Priest again, uh, William Byron. I think it was Byron that he got hit into Logano, and Logano lifted a little bit. Uh, I believe this is when Eric Jones, I believe that's a 20. I look like, it looks like I wrote down a 26, but I don't think there's a 26 guy. So. And uh, the 21 gets collected. So big one number two. Takes out a few there. Pit um, stops. We get going again. Uh, we have another caution. Not shortly thereafter. Uh, Daniel Suarez goes around. And then for the lead. We got, after the whole caution, we're going green for a little while. Stenhouse is leading still. Uh, Kurt Bush is right up there. Kyle Bush. And this is where it gets crazy again. So during this whole sequence, Kyle kind of hung out between the three. It was mostly Kurt and uh, Stenhouse that were swapping between. Kyle gets going, and uh, he's in the mid, and Kurt kind of comes in behind him. There was issues with the Chevys pushing because they have that point in the grill, so they kind of like steer when they bumped, which played a part. And then uh, Stenhouse kind of came up on the 18 a little bit. He got really, really close, kind of. I don't know if it was like an air thing or whatever, but it sent Kyle flying 
<laughs> flying off the track there. We had... Ah, uh, here we go. Uh, we had Stenhouse. Uh, Hemrick had a little bit of a bump there. Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, Fred Kozlowski again. Brendan Gaughan actually did a flip, landed up on his... Or, uh, did like a full pirouette and then landed back on his tires. Uh, David Reagan, who was having a good run, he was up in fourth at this point. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto, who was also right up there in the top five, having a good run again in a restricted plate lot track. Um, Chris Busher got involved in that as well. So, lots of cars there. By this point, we're, we're running low on cars here. <laughs> um, they had a red flag for that one, so we got six to go. We're chilling on a red flag. And I might point out to all you haters, of the Dillons, because I'm a Dylan fan of both. It's like, oh, they saw the top 20. Oh, yeah, new testing the new car. Oh, to be 22nd. Listen, not all cars are created equal. And this friggin' Austin specifically was rated all three of those crashes. Right in all three of those crashes. And he didn't get a scratch. He made it one of the two or three cars that went through this whole race without a merit. Now tell me. Talladega, they say, oh yeah, it's a wild card race. Anybody can win. It's no skill, blah, blah, blah. I think it's the opposite. I think it's with the the way the cars are, it's a lot more equal field and it gives people who may not uh, otherwise have a chance, have a chance. It's not just because of all the other crashes and stuff. Dylan was running in the top ten most of the race, you friggin' jerks. That's right. <laughs> the cat just purred in the mic. He, knew, he knows what's up. He knows I'm mad. So, we get a restart. We got about two to go, basically. I will say, whoever's strategizing for my boys, uh, they were going to wait for Stenhouse to come up and go with him. We had two laps to go. We got to make a move. We lost it both. So that's kind of a bummer. We get six and ten for the Dillons. So, anyway. Uh, Ryan Newman comes flying out of nowhere on, like, the last corner. Takes the lead. He's leading right through the trial. Looks like he's going to win it. Uh, Blaney, the only playoff driver remaining, because I think we only have 14 cars up there. By this point, there's nobody left. Blaney's there. Uh, they kind of touch, and he beats him by seven tenths of a second. The sixth, like, what was it? Sixth close, sixth closest finish in NASCAR history. Kind of crazy. I thought it was kind of underwhelming, honestly. Um, <laughs> normally, you like a good finish like that. I don't know. I just didn't. I was so I was so like convinced that one of my favorites was going to do something. And it just seemed, uh, not that I dislike Newman or Blaney, I like both, but Newman, I didn't hear about him or even see him on the track the entire race, and then all of a sudden he's in first. And then Blaney, who I didn't really realize was still there either, he kind of, like, he was there a lot early, but kind of was just gone for a little bit, and uh, yeah, I don't know, it's kind of a letdown. I was kind of hoping that, like, a McDowell or a Dylan or a Hemrick, Hemrick was right there too. You know, I was hoping for someone like that to win. Was, I would I, I would have even, like, I like Ryan Blaney better probably than I like Newman. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, just after the story that Newman had this year, I think I would have preferred Ryan Newman to win. Just for fun. I don't know. It would have been better if Blaney passed and Newman got him back at the line, maybe. I don't know. Either way, it was, uh, it was a good finish. I just was hoping for somebody else to win. I was hoping for, like, a wild card. Anyway. Any, 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 anyway. It was pretty cool. Awesome race. Uh, would have been nice maybe to finish all in one day. Who knows what would have happened then. But, 
you know, it was good. There was a lot of action. If you are a fan of <laughs> the playoff drivers, you might not have liked it unless you're a Blaney fan. Uh, if you're an owner, you probably didn't like it. As someone who likes some lower pack guys, I thought it was fun. And I had a great time. I'm looking forward to Kansas now. I can't remember the last time I watched Kansas race. But, uh, yeah, we one race to go here in this round. So, we are going to go over the standings. Before we go through that, so Sweet Cake, which is um, episode two of the week, we finally broke through. We got some money this week. I won 50 cents. <laughs> That's pretty good considering my entire team crashed out. But I had the Dillons, and I had Chase, who still finished well. Kazalowski and Logano got locked, knocked out. So I think I might have Bubba, too. But I uh, post on Instagram to see some of the picks. So sweet cake. We got, finally got some cake. Not much, but we got a little bit. <laughs> uh, so our playoff standings as they are right now. Last place of 12th, we got William Byron, 27 points below the cut line. So he's going to pretty much has to win, really. Uh, Clint Boyer in 11th, 24 points below. Chase Elliott, 22 points out. Uh, Alex Bowman right there in 8th. Oh, they got it weird because of the cut line thing. Yeah, so Bowman's the last guy. Yeah, because... Blaney is in ninth, technically. Okay. So Bowman would be on the outs right now, even though he's like tied for the last place in the cut line, which is kind of confusing. The way they have it on their website is very weird. Uh, Joey Logano, plus 18 in sixth. Brad Keselowski in fifth, plus 20. Harvick, plus 36 in fourth. Kyle Busch, plus 41 in third. Martin Truex Jr., plus 48 in second, pretty much through. And Hamlin, I think the most points you can get is 55. So, I think Hamlin at 56 is technically locked through. Um, Ryan Blaney in ninth, but in second, according to this, because now he is locked into the next round with the win. And Kyle Larson, who technically seventh, who got blasted, he kept saying, oh, thank God uh, we won, because I don't have to worry about Talladega. Good thing, because you got blasted, my dude. And uh, you're in seventh, but you are in first, technically, with the lock-in. So, Blaney and Larson are through. Hamlin's Pretty much through same thing with Truex and Harvick and Kyle, they're all kind of right there. Uh, I mean, I don't think Bowman. Eh, Bowman might win at Kansas. He finished second earlier, and it's similar to where he won, right? So hard to say, but uh, I think the guys that are up there are the guys that are going to be getting there. So cool. That's it. We will. I just want to check my book really quick before I let you go. Just because with my full playoff prediction, I don't remember who I picked to actually win Kansas. So I'm curious. Curious, curious, curious predictions. Oh, that's different. How if I knew what, uh, what episode that was, right? I could just find it. And here it is. So I actually have Alex Bowman to win. That's very interesting. So my final eight that I had locked through. Might as well go over just to see his comparison. I had Harvick, Bowman. So Harvick didn't win yet, but um, Kyle Busch, Truex, Hamlin, Kurt Busch, uh, Keselowski, and Logano. So I've already been wrong a bunch. Oh, well. That's the way it is. Anyway, that's the end of the show today. 
Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you later in the week, most likely, to do a prediction show and stuff. I mean, as long as I'm still feeling good and everything. Again, it's been busy, so we'll see. Uh, but uh, thanks for joining me again, and peace. Keep going. Thank you.